the prophets. Feeling lost? Don't know where to turn. Need a breakthrough? Well, it's here, my friend. Welcome to the prophets. Your host, Prophet Jason Leopard. All right, good evening, good evening, guys. Good evening, good evening. This is uh, Prophet here at you again today. Listen, if uh, before we get started, I wanted to encourage you to uh, download our app on Apple and Android. Uh, you can listen to our 24-hour radio station. Uh, we are on Android and Apple. Or you can go to godsavingministries.com forward slash the kingdom radio, and you can listen to us live 24-7. Or you can go to thekingdomradio.com. And you can listen to these episodes too. We are recording this, and it'll come back on uh, thekingdomradio.com. If you want to sow tonight and be a partner with us and get in on the $7,000 debt cancellation that God has told me to do, uh, God spoke to me about a $7,000 debt cancellation. Get in on that. God said, whoever sows to that $7,000, debt cancellation god's going to cancel some of your debt so get in on that if you want to sow tonight to that you can go as well to god saving ministries and vimo if you got Venmo, you can give uh god saving ministries to the cash app uh, there's a lot of ways to give you can go to our website to give so there's a lot of ways to give and i know when I start talking about money it runs people off but that's okay um Guys, we need help just like any other organization. So I'm going to get it out there and let you guys you know about it. Debt cancellation. Debt cancellation. $7,000 goal we got. Debt cancellation. God told me whoever gave to the $7,000 debt cancellation, God's going to cancel some of your debt. That's what he told me to do. So I'm obeying him. I'm going with this. And that's just all she wrote. Okay. All righty, guys, we're going to get into something tonight. We're going to talk about devils. We're going to talk about devils. Are devils real? Yes, they are. Matter of fact, there's a bunch of people dealing with them tonight. That's why a lot of them ain't on here. Come on. That's why a lot of them say they follow this ministry or they're under this ministry and none of them's on here because they deal with devils too. Even believers deal with devils. Now, a lot of people say, well, I can't have a devil and a believer. Well, uh, you need to go back to Peter when Peter was beside Jesus, and he, and he saw Jesus, and Jesus rebuked, rebuked Satan. He said, Satan, I'll get behind me. A demon was bothering Peter at the time when he was, and, and Jesus spoke to him. You speak the motions of men. That's what demons do. They speak the emotions of men. They're after the flesh. Read Galatians 5. They operate on the flesh. Fleshly things demons like. Now, let's get into what demons really are. Some people are possessed by demons that sit behind pulpits. Some people wrestle with demons that one minute they're good and one minute they're bad. Paul's even said it. I want to do good, but there's something inside of me that don't let me. See, one minute they're good, one minute they're bad. So they do wrestle with devils. They're a demon. Can, can a Christian be demon-possessed? 
I think a Christian can be controlled by a spirit if he's in a bondage of a spirit. Yes, I do. So, yes, a demon can possess a Christian. I believe that. I believe when the word says in Galatians, do not be in bondage again, when God sets you free of something, he don't want you to go back to it. So I believe that you can go back to it. If God if God sets you free of smoking, Christian, if you went and picked that cigarette back up, you picked a demon up. That ain't nothing but a demon of nicotine you got, and it's hard to break without the power of God. So, yes, that's considered an addicted demon. So, yeah, a Christian can be in bondage of such spirits. Yes, they can. Don't tell me they can't because I... I I'll show the word to you. A, a Christian can be possessed by a demon. And I'm going to show you in the word where I find this, that Paul was stating, do not uh, uh, fear God, but do not enter the bondage again. Guys, I don't care what you say, but smoking cigarettes ain't nothing but a, a nicotine demon. Drugs ain't nothing but a demon. Can a Christian be possessed by a demon? Yes, they can. If you give in to anything and go back that way, you can be possessed by it. Yes, you can. It When, when you're possessed by something, it controls you. You don't control it. Come on. Now, demon possession. Demons are fallen angels. They definitely created supernatural beings who is under the leadership of Lucifer, rebelled against God, demonic activity of demons. While demonic is studied in demons, their activity for the purpose, watch this, for the purpose of knowing the tactics of the enemy. And let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians 2.11. I want to just go there right quick. 2.11 says, Lest Satan should go, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are all not ignorant of his devices. Come on, guys. Are we ignorant of his devices? Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. We know how he works. He works through people, guys. He works through people. You want to get rid of the devil in your life? Sometimes you got to get rid of people. Why? Because they are possessed by these demons. Oh, yeah, but they speak God. Yeah, but, you know, the Bible says that. Let me, let me tell you something. How can you be halfway and be lukewarm? It's what, 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 what God is talking about. How can you flirt with the devil and God at the same time? He'd rather you be hot or cold or, or he's going to spew you out of the mouth. You can't love bitter water and sweet water. They don't come out the same well. We got to make up our minds, guys, if we're going to serve God. You can't be talking about Jesus over here and then talking nasty jokes over here. Come on. You've got to make up your mind or if you're going to serve God. Ain't it kind of funny? Some people get around some people and they act different. Have you ever noticed that? 
That is demon influence. That's an influence demon. Demons love to influence one another. Come on. Look, you act a different way around this person, but this person, you act a different way. Come on. It's called demonic influence. That's what it's called. I told my daughter, I said, listen, the only thing God's showing you is to quit hanging around the wrong people. Come on, you you can hang around the wrong people and start doing the wrong stuff, and then you get in bondage with them too as well. Listen, I say this. God wants us to be a light, right? If we're not being a light, we need to, we need to get out of darkness because if, if darkness is rubbing off on you and dimming your light, then you need to back up. You don't need to do as they do. You need to come out from among the world. That don't, what he means by coming out from among the world, be you separate, what he means is you need to be different than them. That don't mean go way over there and have nothing to do with them. Retard. I'm calling you a retard because that's what you're being. You're, you're not using the word of God with common sense. In order to properly exercise authority over them, let's turn to Luke not uh, Luke ten nineteen. I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, and rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you. Rather rejoice because your name is written in heaven. See, spirits are subject to us. They have to listen to us. You know that? They have to listen to you. They have no choice. Guys, I just read it out to you. Behold, I I saw Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon scorpions and and serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. He didn't say some, did he? He said all the power over all the power. And nothing shall by any means hurt you, notwithstanding in the rejoice not that that spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your name is written in heaven. You don't have to be scared of spirits, guys. You don't have to be scared of devils. I've encountered devils before. I have. I promise you I have. I've encountered devils before. Trust me, it ain't it ain't it ain't fun, but I've encountered them before. All right, guys. Let's go to demon possession, okay? Demon possession. You see, some people think they're getting by with not being on here, and they they act like they're under a ministry, but they never come to it. Well, I'll tell you something. I'm getting ready to lay my two-before down again on some people. You know, I, I, I can understand you can't make it to anyone, but, you, you know, ju- just plainly don't come at all. That's unexcusable. 
You're going to sit under this ministry. You're going to learn from this ministry. Quit acting like you know it all. God told you to be subject unto me, not you, me. And if you don't follow them guidelines and them rules, then God's going to get your honey. That's just all to it. And this person's going to come back and listen to this, and you know, you know who you are. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say, guys. Some people want to sit under this ministry, but yet... They they, they they want to come when they want to come, and then, then they act like I'm supposed to submit to them. Come on. God didn't give that order to me. He gave it to you. You even had dreams about it. And I know you fish and come back to this podcast, and I hope you hear it because you need to. And this person knows I get, a, get their hind end when they're out of order, too. They know it. There's so many people, guys, want want to sit under a ministry, but yet they tell everybody, "Oh, I sit under, I sit under such and such." You know, you don't. You don't even come. You don't even come half of the time. But yet, you want everybody to come to your stuff. See, see how self centered people are. They're so self centered. That's that's what we deal with as ministers: self centered, self righteous people. And these people are used by God, folks. They are used by God, and they act such way. They act such way. Okay, we're, we're talking about demon possession. And Mark, we're, 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 we're going to Mark. You guys there? Watch this, guys. We are going to Mark chapter 1, verse 26. Okay? And when an unclean spirit has torn, and when, let's just click on this, guys. Let's just do this. And when the unclean spirit has torn him and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. And they were all amazed in so much that they questioned among themselves, saying, what what thing is this? What the new doctrine is this? What authority cometh he, even the unclean spirits, they do not, and they do obey him. Immediately his, his fame spread aboard throughout all. See, Jesus had authority of them. The unclean spirit had torn him and cried with a loud voice, and he came out of him. And let's go to Mark 5, 4, 4 through 5. Because he had been often bound with feathers and chains, and chains has been plucked to slander by him, and the feathers broke in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones. This man had a demon. Come on. Anybody that cuts theirself has a demon. I'm telling you, I don't care. Anybody that does harm to their body has a demon. 
You don't have to cut yourself to have a demon. You can harm your body and have a demon. A demon wants you to harm your body. You can have an eating spirit. You know good and well if you overeat and keep eating, 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 you can have an eating demon. He's trying to harm your body. Believe me, people have demons and don't even know they have demons. You know that? I've seen demons on people and they don't even know they have them. <laughs> you know why? Because that demon has blinded them. Let me tell you what a demon does. A demon blinds the person, literally blinds them. And they don't even know that. Have you ever seen somebody hurt you? And they don't even know what they do after they hurt you. Have you ever seen that? They'll sit there and hurt you and say something real evil to you. And then they'll say two minutes later, well, I don't know what I've done to them. They have a demon. You know why? Because the demon is blinding them of the truth. The demon is blinding them of what they just done. What's the first thing? That Eve did when she touched the apple. Her eyes was open to what? The truth. The, the demon blinded her. That was a demon in the garden. Blinded her and took over her eyesight so she could see what that demon seen. Come on, I'm, I'm speaking some good to you tonight, and you got to hear this. So the demon got inside of her and looked through her eyes, and her eyes was open to what? To what the enemy had. It said the both of their eyes was open. It said they took the forbidden fruit and their eyes began to be open, open to a new rim. Demons try to possess your body and your eyes and your ears to hear. And how they break through is because of your soul and your flesh, your emotion, your intellect. You know how you feel and you feel emotional and you feel crying and you feel sad. Yeah, demons come in like that. They come through emotions. Read Galatians 5, guys. That's where they come in. Because that he had often be bound with feathers and chains. Okay, Mark 9, 18 through 20. Whatsoever he taketh him, and what whatsoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he formeth him, foameth, and gasheth with his teeth, and pinneth away, and spoke to his disciples, and they should cast him out. They could not, and they could not. He answered in him and saith, O faithful, faithful. Faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. Listen what he tells these people. They couldn't cast out a demon and save their life. What, what did Jesus tell them? Oh, faithless generation. See, if you, if you don't believe in demons, you can't cast them out. If you don't think they're real, then you can't cast them out. 
If you don't think you have authority over them, then you definitely can't cast them out. I'm serious. Mark 9, 25. Let's carry on. When Jesus saw the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying in him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter him no more. See how Jesus spoke to that demon? He spoke to the demon what it was, and then he charged him, and then he said, come out. That's how, that's how simple it is. First of all, you've got to know what spirit you're talking to. Come on. You've got to identify the spirit, and then you've got to charge him, and then you've got to tell him to get out. Luke 8, 30. Jesus answered him, saying, what is what in thy name? He said, legions. Listen, listen how Jesus spoke to this demon. Luke 8, 30. Jesus answered to him, saying, what is thy name? See, sometimes you've got to ask these demons, what is your name? And he said, legion. Because because many devils were entered unto him. Come on, you, sometimes you just got to know how to talk to a devil. Come on, guys, this ain't no joke. This is real stuff. And Matthew twelve twenty two says, Then he brought unto him one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb. So see, blind people are possessed by demons, you know that? And he healed him, insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is this the son of David? Come on, guys, come on, come on. See, they even doubted him right there. And when Pharisees heard this, they said, The following do not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be a desolation. Every city or house divided itself will not stand. So otherwise, you can't be flirting with the devil, casting out devils. You've got to be on God's side to do this. You, you can't be over here flirting with the enemy, guys. You can't be flirting with the enemy and then wanting to cast him out. That don't make no sense. Okay? Hold on, guys. I'm still trying to work this thing. Bear with me. This this mouse really gets me for some reason. I don't know why it does, but it does. Well, for one minute, it, it, it works, and then the next minute, it don't. Okay. Let's go get in some good stuff. Y'all ready? Got a few more minutes on here tonight. I want to get into this. I want to, I want to show you guys. Paul casts a demon out of a slave girl in Acts 16, 16 through 18. Let's go that right quick. Watch this, guys. And it came to pass as we went into prayer, a certain demands possessed with the spirit. Damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us 
which brought her matters much gain by smooth saying. And the same followed Paul, us crying, saying, These are the man of the servants of the Most High. Watch this. The, and, and the same followed Paul in, in, in us crying, saying, These are the mans that serve the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days, but Paul being grieved and turned and said unto the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And he came out of her the same hour. So see, Paul knew that this woman that was following them had a possessed spirit. You, you got to have discernment, guys. You got to have discernment. Let's read another one here. In Matthew 9, 14 through 29. And when he came into the disciples, he saw a great multitude among them and scribes questioning them and straightway all the people. And they beheld a greatly amazed and running into him, saluted him and said, scribes, what question ye with them? One of the multitudes after said, master, I have brought unto my son which have a, ha, hath a dumb spirit, whatsoever he te, uh, taketh him, he teareth him and foameth and gashing his teeth and pinneth him away and speak. This guy's got a bad spirit. Hold on, guys. I lost my place. Yeah, I lost my place. Sorry. I'm trying to get used to this thing. This This computer... <laughs> it's it's kind of hard sometimes. See, I just lost my place again. Well, bear with me, guys. But anyways, oh, faithful, perverse generation, how long will I be with you and suffer you? Bring me son here. See, guys, you got to have faith doing this stuff. You you can't be fearless. You can't have fear. You got to have faith. You can't be faithless. That's what that's what Jesus was saying. Old faithless, perverse generation. Otherwise, they flirted flirted with the enemy. You you can't you can't flirt with the enemy, guys. You can't serve the enemy and do what he says, and then think you're going to have control over him because you're not. I, I'm telling you, you are not going to have control over him. So, so yeah, you, you're not going to have control over him. So don't think that you're going to have control over God, I mean over Satan, when you're sitting doing what Satan wants you to do. You, that, that don't work that way. See, see, Peter I know, Peter I know, Paul I know, but you I don't. See, there's a, there's a spirit in the Bible that beat up a man. Tore him to limb to limb. So, you know, you got to understand something. You cannot deal with demonic when you are in the demonic. So I'm saying. So if if you're possessed by one, if you're controlled by a spirit, don't think you're gonna go over here and cast another. See, you got to allow God to set you free first. Does that make sense? 
So here, here, here we go. And the demonic, the boy was mute. Boy with a mute spirit. That's a demonic spirit. And I can go through all this all night long, guys. I could be here for hours showing you what possession is in the Bible. Can a Christian be possessed by a demon? Yes, they can. They can talk about God one minute and the next minute be bothered by a spirit. Yes, they can. And I'm, I'm telling you, they got possession over you when they control you and you can't stop doing things. They're, they're, they've got you. They've got you in bondage. So there's all kind of demon possession in the Bible, and I would go through all these guys. There's a lot. Uh, demon-possessed boy in Matthew 17. Jesus heals the demon-possessed boy in Matthew 17, 14. Mark uh, 9, 14 through 27. Luke 9, 37 through 42. So, so, you know, you can do your own studies here. Jesus commissioned to the missionary of Gethsemane. You know, uh, Jesus sends the demons into the herd of pigs. Let's go that right quick. Uh, Matthew 8, 28, guys, through 32. Let's go that right quick. And when he was come to the other side and to the country of the generosity, there met him two possessed with demons. And watch this, guys. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something. Met him two possessed with devils coming out of the tomb exceedingly fears well okay seemingly fears so that no man might pass by the way and beheld they cried out saying what have we to do with thee Jesus thy son of God art thou come here to torment us before our time See, they got a timetable. There, there's a time where they, they're going to face judgment. And there was a good way off from them, the herd of many swines feeding. So devils, so the devils besought him, saying, If you cast us, if thou cast us out, suffer us to go away into the herd of swines. And he said unto them, Go. And when they were come out, they went into the herd of swines. You see how they obeyed Jesus? You see how they asked him permission of something? That means when we have authority in Christ, that means they asked us permission. We don't ask them permission. Come on, guys. Know your, know your place in God. Know your authority that he has given you. Get right with God. Repent of your sins. Listen, repent of your sins. Allow Jesus to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Get clean with him. And then go cast out devils in his name. Why? Because they have to obey you because of Christ. Greater is he that's in you that's in the world. That's what it's about. Demon possession. I believe Christians are possessed by demons. I really do. We we and let me tell you something else too. Demons have doctrines. <laughs> let me just show you. 
I'm going to have to show y'all this. I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to show you this because you, you're not going to believe me. You're not going to believe me. You're going to, oh, Jason, here we go. You, you're coming up with some crazy stuff. Well, I'm fixing to show you proof. You want, you want proof? Who wants proof on him? Okay, I'm going to show you proof. Hold on, guys. I'm going to show you proof. Let me find it. I'm fixing to show you proof. All right, guys, who can find me this? Uh, Doctrines of Devils. And I think I just found it. Okay, in First uh, Timothy chapter 1 through 3, it says, I besought you, therefore, abide still of Ephesus, when I went to unto uh, Macedonian, there might have charged some of them that they teach no other doctrine. You got to be careful with your doctrine, guys. I'm telling you, you think devils ain't got doctrines, I'm fixing to show you they do. I'm telling you they do. But give me just a minute to find this because I know it's in here. I want to show you proof. Here we go. Ephesians 4. Y'all ready? I found it. Who wants to hear the truth tonight? The truth to set you free. Ephesians 4.14 in the King James Version. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro. Carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men, cunning crafting, therefore we lie in wait to, to deceive. What does that mean? I'm going to read that slow to you, okay? I'm going to read that slow to you. That henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men. What is that telling you? Listen, what is the devil after? Galatians 5, the works of men. And cunning craftiness, wherefore we lie and wait to deceive. Now I'm going to show you the doctrines of devil where it says doctrines of devils. First Timothy chapter 1, 10 says, um, for whoremongers to them that defile themselves with mankind and man-stealers for liars and persuaders, uh, if there be any, watch this, guys. And if there be any other that contrary to sound doctrine, your, your doctrine has to be sound, guys. Give me just a minute. I'm going to show you something here. I'm going to show you something. Show you something. Give me, give me just a second, guys. Give me just a minute. 
I'm going to show you something. Show you something right here. I know it's in here, guys. Um, give me just a minute. Just a minute. Okay. Excuse me, guys. Excuse me. Let me sneeze. All right. In Romans 16, 17, Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause division and offense contrary to the doctrines which you have learned and avoid them. See, let, let me tell you guys something. The Apostle Paul, in the book of Acts, they they had doctrines. Listen to me when I say this. They had doctrines. Let me let me let me just give you some 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 of your false doctrines right now. The doctrines of devils. Okay, I'm going to give you some right quick. Okay. And this won't take but a minute. We got once saved, always saved. That's a doctrine. That's a doctrine of a devil. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna expose these things. Devils can come out with their own doctrines, guys. I'm telling you, they can come out with their own doctrines and have you deceived. And when they deceive you, they possess you. Come on. I'm going to tell you another doctrine of a devil that's uh, holiness. Come on, I'm going to expose you for a minute. If you're in a holiness church, they have a doctrine right now that they believe that you can't preach unless you've been married before. That's hogwash. And I'm going to say it's hogwash because I'm going to tell you something. If my wife dies, should I give up the call from God? Come on. If my wife leaves... If my wife dies physically, it's no it's no different than my wife cheating on me and leaving me and we're going through a divorce rather than she die and go to heaven. What do you say about that? See, they can't because they have a false doctrine of a devil deceiving them with a doctrine that's, that's holding them back from what God is wanting them to go to. See, what is this thing all over, guys? It's over knowledge. You understand this whole war, this whole fight over evil and good is over knowledge. Come on, what she what does she want in the beginning, guys? She wanted the apple. She forbid took the forbidden fruit because it would make one wise. This thing is over knowledge. It's always been over knowledge. So you don't think Satan's gonna throw you a false doctrine? Oh yes, he will. 
It's called a doctrine of a devil. He's making you believe something that's not true. Seven-day Venice, false doctrine. I, I can prove it to you. Why, why do we worry about the Sabbath day? Why are we so caught up in the Sabbath day? And if you don't keep the Sabbath day to hell, you're going to hell. Well, Jesus healed on the Sabbath. That's another false doctrine. That is a doctrine of a devil. These devils are holding you back because you believe a false doctrine. A lot of people don't get around me because I have the true God in me, and you've got a false one. Because you go to a greasy grace church that believes, oh, I got saved when I was 12 years old. I can live any kind of way I want to live. Where in the word of God tells you that? Jesus told the woman at the well, listen, woman, you have five husbands, but I'm telling you this day I forgive you. Who condemns you now? But go and sin no more. He didn't give you permission to go sin. So that's a false doctrine. That's a doctrine of the devil. You need to get rid of it and accept the truth from God and quit believing such doctrine. That's why I don't go to some of these churches because they, they got these weird doctrines. I'm not fellowshipping with devils, by the way. Some of you go to church, you can't even tell you're a Christian because you, you don't even shine your light. You can't even see a light in you. You don't witness to nobody. You don't tell nobody about Jesus. You, you're so ashamed to wear T-shirts about Jesus. Let me tell you something. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it's the power of God unto salvation. I'm not ashamed. You'll be ashamed of him down here. Guess what, guys? He's going to be ashamed of you in heaven. Yes, sir. He will. I wear my Jesus shirt everywhere, and you know what? If I can make another one, I make another one, I make another one. Why? Because I got to share the gospel. <sighs> mm. Oh, well, I'm preaching, guys. I'm doing what God's told me to do. Can't have it because you don't do what God tells you to do. That's your own fault. But don't come to me whining. I said, don't come to me whining. Because I don't want to hear you whine when you're disobeying God. I don't want to hear you whine. Okay, guys, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We're about to, we're about to wrap this up. He said in Ephesians 4, 14, Wherefore were more children tossed to and fro, carried about every wind and wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, therefore we lie and wait to deceive. But speaking truth in love, speaking truth in love, we may grow up into him in all things, which he is the head, even Christ. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. See, guys, God wants you to grow up and face the truth. Quit going around acting like, oh, once saved, always saved. Stop that nonsense. You wouldn't even preach about the Holy Ghost. God wants to have a mouth-to-mouth -mouth relationship with you, but you won't let him because you don't talk in tongues. You need to get the gift of the Holy Ghost. 
He gave us unevident tongues to talk to him. A lot of you fill with the Holy Ghost and don't even talk in tongues. And you don't even pray in tongues. How you going to communicate with God, you dummy? Lord, have mercy. Help us, Lord. Help us. But we're speaking in truth and love to grow up in him in all things. Which is the head, even as Christ, for whom the whole body fitly joined together, compacted by which every joint splitteth according to uh, effectual working of the measure of every part maketh increase of the body unto the edifying unto love. So here we go with demons and doctrines and we have doctrines of devils because we believe in false doctrines that's not even true. And this other false doctrine is going around, that Jesus is God. Show me in God's word that Jesus is God. You can't do it, can you? Because they are three, one, but they are Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. They're three different individuals, but they work as one. They're not the same person. Don't categorize them. Because Jesus turned around and said, I only do what I see my father do. If they were one person, who was he looking at? How ignorant can you be? I saw Jesus and I saw God. They're two, they're two different individuals. One person I've never saw in the Trinity, I felt him, and I got the gift of tongues and discernment and a prophecy and everything else. I operate in the gifts of the Holy Ghost, but I've never saw him physically. And that would be a good thing to ask God. I want to see the Holy Ghost, Lord. He's a person, too. He's part of the Trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gives you power. He gives you gifts. He gives you knowledge. He teaches you. He's teaching right now, by the way, and just letting y'all know. He's teaching you. This ain't me teaching you. It's him. He's inside of me, and he's talking through me to you right now. That's how he works. And you think I had all this wisdom. I ain't got nothing, guys. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't heal a fly off of off of a mule's butt. I couldn't even teach. I don't even have a knowledge enough to to read backwards. I went to special ed school all my life. You think I have all this knowledge and understanding that I'm giving you guys? No, it's the Holy Ghost. He's teaching you or not, but He's using my mouth to do it. That's how He works. He's a great teacher. Hmm. So that's all I got, guys. That's all I have. I'm going to wrap this up. Listen, if you want to sow tonight, you can, guys. I just feel the Holy Ghost telling me this is it, Jason. I'm done. Uh, when he's done, I got to go too, okay? Because I don't do this stuff. He does. Okay? Um, if you guys want to sow, you can. Get in on the $7,000. 7000 debt cancellation. If you sow into the 7000 
God is going to cancel your debt tonight. Help us reach more people for Christ, guys. Listen, guys, can you pray for us tonight? Can you at least do that? Can you pray for us to reach more people? Listen, we're coming up with this stream. Be praying for this um, internet to come to the house. We're praying, we're praying, we're praying, we're praying. And pray for us tomorrow as we go out in our outreach and we go out to um, um, riding holy with God. Um, Pray, pray, guys, pray. Uh, pray for our safety tomorrow as we go out in the morning and ride. This will be my first time riding my wife down the road, of course. But we'll we'll be all right. We'll be okay. All right, guys, y'all have a good evening. If you want to sow, you can at godsavingministries.com forward slash partnership. You can go to the cash app and go to God Saving Ministries. So there, be a part of this $7,000 debt cancellation and we'll be muchly appreciated of your gift. And uh, not only that, uh, you obey God, and God just blesses you, okay? This is God laying this stuff on my heart, guys. It ain't my, it ain't me. But just letting you guys know, God bless every one of y'all tonight. Have a great weekend.